If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Tonight, majority and minority leaders clash over impending as in North by-election. On the day the constituency was swarmed by an army of MPP and NDC executives. We tell you why the minority side is raising red flags over the Electoral Commission's plan for the polls. We are urging the IDP and the chairperson of the Electoral Commission to ensure that the by-elections are free, fair and incident-free. Just like the NDC primaries, we do not want and cannot afford another Ayawaso West wagon incident. But the majority leader will have none of that, insisting the NDC has no right to speak about violence during the by-election. If you're talking about the most violent violation that we have had in this country, it was at Tripoli when seven people were shot at point blank by an operative from the castle. You have the courage to talk about violence and violation. Don't go there. Plus, the project commissioning spree, the MPP says, is about to begin in the Asin North constituency ahead of the polls. When you go to Asin Kusha, it is being tarred. Can you just in two, three days tie a road? Asphalt relay? No, not, not, not relay. This is completely, this is, completely the yes. From scratch? Yes, from scratch. So it's not asphalt relay. So okay. please, okay. Get, get your nomenclature well. Top Story with Evans Mensa. And Top Story is always brought to you by Vodafone. Tonight, Parliament just resumed. And already, 
there is a clash. The majority and minority leaders have been trading words over the impending Asin North by-election on the day the constituency was sworn by an army of MPP and NDC executives. The minority leader, Dr. Kesela Tafosin, who himself is heading to the Asin North constituency to join his colleagues there as the campaign gets underway, says the Electoral Commission must act as a truly independent constitutional body uh, in its organization of the upcoming by-election and not as an appendage of the MPP. The minority leader also taxed the IGP to ensure an orderly and violent free elections. Minority leader says uh, he and his colleagues will not stand uh, for repetition of what happened in that uh, violent riddled uh, ascent at the Ayawasubai election uh, years back. Now, he was delivering his opening remarks when the House resumed from its two-month break. We are urging the IGP and the chairperson of the Electoral Commission to ensure that the by-elections are free, fair and incident-free, just like the NDC primaries. We do not want and cannot afford another Ayawaso West wagon incident. Mr. Speaker, as a country, we are yet to overcome the plot in our democratic governance arising from the unprecedented violence meted out to innocent civilians by the party packs in uniform at Ayawaso West wagon. And that is why, Mr. Speaker, we wish and say that the Electoral Commission and the chairperson of the EC must demonstrate her neutrality as an unbiased umpire. And the IGP must prove to the people of Ghana that indeed he is responsible for the domestic, uh, domestic security of our country. Well, the majority leader who also addressed the resumption of parliament today uh, will not have none of us, insisting the NDC has no right to speak about violence during by-elections. We have had a by-election at Maui, and it was very peaceful, as I just recently alluded to. One hopes that the ascent laws by-election will follow the same trajectory. But again, for my colleague to send us back and say that we should not allow what happened at Ayawasu West to happen again in the next by-election, to me, I think is not a statement that ought to have been made. Because if you are talking about the most violent by-election that we have had in this country, it was at Tripoli when seven people were shot at point blank by an operative from the castle. You have the courage to talk about violence in, in by-elections. Don't go there. My colleague, you are a newly baptized minority leader. You have not been confirmed yet as a minority leader. The bishop is waiting to confirm you. <laughs> Let's go to Parliament now and Parliamentary Correspondent uh, Kweku Asante is on the line with me. Uh, Kweku, we know today uh, many of the uh, leaders in Parliament themselves have indicated that they will be heading to Asin North uh, today, but already Thursday and Asin North is back on the agenda dividing the House. Indeed, exactly, Evans. That was just after the Kumewu MP was sworn in on the back of the by-election that was also held just a few weeks back. And what triggered this was the minority leader coming back strongly and insisting that the outside are very much aware of certain plots that have been undertaken by the Electoral Commission, alleging that certain things may happen 
which could lead the country to go back to the days of the Ayawasu West Wogon by election. It generated considerable heat in the House. You could see members on both sides of the aisle shouting and, and making gestures in terms of how intense this election is going to be. The Asin North by election is very pivotal compared to that of Kumewu. This could potentially tilt the power, the, the balance of powers in parliament. If the NTP side wins this, it means that it's cemented their majority status in parliament with at least two over their colleagues in the NDC. The NDC minority really want to hold on and to be able to close in on government and be able to say that we have the same number of MPs as the governing, as the governing party. And that is how this is so crucial. And so at each and every point in today's setting, both leaders did not fail to capitalize on that. Indeed, the, the speaker himself had been speaking about a judgment of the, of, the, of the Supreme Court, questioning how they were going to implement the order of the court to strike out James Quayson's name from all the records of parliament. But, it, but insistently, if you look at what the minority that himself has been saying, right from the morning where they held the press conference, clearly they are in for a battle. And he himself is leading a crack team of NDC MPs from parliament this evening to go to attend North to begin campaign activities right from this very evening up until 27th when the election is scheduled to happen. I see, and earlier today, uh, there was a press conference uh, on a related matter of the Supreme Court judgment that created the space for this by-election. And Mahama Yarga did not hold back in, in slamming the Supreme Court for its judgment in this Jachikwesen case. Indeed, according to Mahama Yarga, the court, which will be a court which interprets uh, the, the constitution rather set out to rewrite the constitution he says that the court's judgment was clearly curiam. it was against the, the constitution and the kinds of laws that the country has especially set out to deal with such matters he was not excited at all with how the court ruled on the matter if even we admit that there should be some housekeeping matters at the point of filing nomination papers that should be the appropriate province of legislation and not judicial enactment. What they did was to enact laws, the Supreme Court, not to interpret the text of the Constitution of Ghana. James, Judge Kwesin is gearing up to contest the by-election in Asin North, which has been brought about by the Supreme Court's decision. In that regard, we, the members of the Appointments Committee representing the National Democratic Congress, NDC will not withhold our approval of the Chief Justice nominee by consensus. We will not withhold our approval of her by consensus. Her CV reveals a person of considerable experience, having served as a judge from the High Court to the Court of Appeal and ultimately at the Supreme Court. Women who have acquitted themselves should be given opportunities to occupy key national offices. Even as we disagree with her jurisprudence, we find her qualified to occupy the high office of Chief Justice of the Republic of Ghana. And quick, quick update on this aspect of this conversation. Has Parliament indicated when exactly the report from the Appointments Committee will be considered? The committee report has now been laid by the chairman of the committee, Joseph Oseusu. The expectation generally was that the report will be debated today and a vote taken. We know that acting Chief Justice Jones Duche is heading out on retirement, which means that if a new Chief Justice is not confirmed in time, the acting Chief Justice Baton will now go over to the next senior most justice of the Supreme Court, which will now be Justice Paul Bafo Boni. And so they are racing against time to do that.
But all indications that they were going to do that today failed, which indicates that maybe tomorrow or Thursday that decision will be taken. But also some signals we are picking is that there was some sort of agreement that the minority leader and some NDC MPs would have to leave Accra early enough to be able to reach a up for the NDC campaign activities and other things that they have scheduled for that. And so it was not going to, because this arrangement, if the debate was going to take place, it could drag on into the night, that, that decision was to, to, to shelve it up until tomorrow or the day after that. And so because of that, the report has now been laid. The speaker has directed that members should have copies of the report, but it's set to be debated either tomorrow or on Thursday when the minority leadership have been able to bring all their members who would have gone to a synod to campaign back to Accra. But as we know now, because of the consensus decision, the NDC MPs do not even need to have all their members in chamber because it's just going to be a voice vote and all sides are clearly saying that the, 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 the nominee is qualified to be the Chief Justice. Okay, and thank you very much, Kwekwen uh, Kwekwen, who talks about um, how the leaders have indicated that all of them, indeed, they will be heading to their Senate of Constituency uh, tonight as part of this uh, desire to win the by-elections there. And it starts tomorrow with the MPP's primaries to elect a parliamentary candidate who would do filled in this particular by-election. But ahead of that tonight, we've been uh, speaking to the party's hierarchy and hearing specifically from the national organizer of the MPP, Harry Nabwache, who has been indicating uh, to us that the party is planning a project commissioning spree in the Asin North constituency, starting with a 32-kilometer road the president himself will be commissioning, and then 120 other projects will also be commissioned uh, ahead of the by-elections. Um, if you look at um, the, the emergence of this development that is going on right now. When you enter you from Praso into Ashanti region, from Praso to Asempanaye, to Dansame, to Bresiakum, to Briku itself, to Nyasu, to Akonfode, to Anya, straight to Brofuyedu, right? Asin Yankumase, moving into Asinfusu, the 32 kilometer road. So, can you what? Can you just do roads in just two, three days? Beautiful road, solid road, finished. The president is due to commission it in the next week. <laughs> so, the, so the, now, do you know what we are going the, to do so, in Asin of now? So, so you what all of a sudden going to commission this road? Because we are not going to but do this road for, my, my colleagues drove on it, but we are going to pitch come yes. there. And it, but this road has been done for a while now. No, they are not finishing it. So that's why I'm saying that this, we are not going to do sword cutting in Asin of. We are going to do commissioning of projects. Look, when you consider the, the, the interventions we've done in the education mm -hmm. sector, the sanitation sector, markets, energy, communication, health roads we have close to 120 solid projects already completed oh already completed and you see i've started doing something and i know a lot of people have been following me on social media those on the grounds if you're on the ground come and then let's see you go to ascend brigu as i speak their roads are 80 percent complete you don't start roads in just two three weeks when 80 you go percent to, complete yes would you complete then remember that we have we have we have when you go to asim kushia it is being tired can you just in two three days start a road oh but you can no how i've i've i've, I've left home two days and returned and the road that no, i be, left on tired was tired you before. mean covet that you can do covet 
in two days, you no, can well, do all the it, drains you know, in two days. As far really? No, 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 not really. This is, this is completely, this is, completely the yes, from scratch. Yes, from scratch. So it's not as far really. So okay. please okay. Get, get your nomenclature well. It is not as far really, right? So when they come there, they will see it in Asimbreku itself. We've completed very beautiful astroturf for the youth because it's a it's a town made up of a lot of young persons. By the way, so you know what is going to happen? What is going to happen is that it's not going to be sword cutting. Pro- it's going to be commissioned. These are projects we've done already. So how many projects are you commissioning? That is why I'm saying that in all, all the projects, in all the interventions are done on 100 and Are you going to commission all of them? Oh, as some will be done by, you know, the, the local... And these projects you've already finished and completed? Yeah, His Excellency the President. For the 32-kilometer road, His Excellency the President is going to commission. And then who else Beautiful is going to be commissioning what? Beautiful. I mean, we have the DZ is there. We The next MPU is going to be an MPP MPU. will continue on with the commissioning. Ah. I want to take you to the constituency now. My colleague, Kodonyako, has been... Uh, following closely developments there, and he joins me in the studio now. Um, Kojo, so you have, we've seen the videos and the pictures uh, based on your reporting from this constituency. What do we know as far as these projects are concerned? Well, so, Projects happening right now ahead of the by Well, so the number of projects that are currently ongoing in the constituency, uh, drainage system, there is also some asphalt overlay. You see some earth moving equipment, some uh, machines that are used for road construction, and they talk about astroturf yes indeed it's almost done i don't know whether it's done and so it could be commissioned any moment from now so there are a lot of um projects that are ongoing you know this i think north constituency is very huge uh- waiting on a tax return hopefully it ends up in your hands fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30 percent in 2023 if you're in a bind this tax season lifelock can help our u.s-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues and all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. It's very, very big. It was cowed carved out of the bigger Asin North constituency mm-hmm. where Kennedy Japan chose or was um, went to the Asin Central constituency. So you talk up we talk about Asim Kushia, Dan Same, Brofiedru, Asim Pras. You know, this constituency shares boundary with uh, Katie Hammond's constituency. It also shares boundary with Chifu Praso and then the Asim Central constituency. So it's very, very big. I see. And I, I wonder what the reaction has been in the constituency to this flurry of activity development projects uh, coming to them. They're seeing it, 100 plus of them. 
Yeah, so indeed they indicate that no one, uh, everyone loves development, but they are amazed at the speed of light with which these constructions are going on. They have been interacting, saying that, well, a lot of the projects that they are talking about, they stalled immediately after the 2020 elections. And so we've been speaking with some of the residents in the constituency. Um, if you look at um, the, the emergence of this development that is going on right now, you cannot see anything but to attribute it to the by-election. I've lived in this constituency, specifically as in Brickley here, where you have been, you are, you are seeing this uh, development going on. And in 2020, or prior to the 2020 election, uh, we had this same, I mean, contractor come on site with his machines. And just after the 2020 election, when the then MP, Honorable Abnadu Mensa, who was on the ticket of the MPP, lost the election, we never saw these machines again. So you cannot tell me that it is it is not for this by-election that this machine has come back to site, but then attributed to the by-election. Yeah, almost thirty years, but I think say now contractor need her and almost all pay. But meaning at the property, the VAs are fine now. When you find or when you buy back, say or buy the age money there, I don't know. A coin we come up with a way. Oma cut soft. Solid five times. That was 2020. Contractor So um um you had a resident there, so they are explaining that a lot of the projects stalled immediately after the 2020 elections. Some of the um projects have witnessed some um five short cutting activities or events, and so that is what they are saying. But they attribute it to the by-election. That is why they see a lot of these activities or projects ongoing. Let's talk about what's gonna to happen tomorrow. One, we know the MPP will be holding his primaries there. Two people have put themselves up to contest, but James Atchikwixen himself, has has he entered the constituency yet following his troubles with the courts? Yes, so today uh, he was given a rousing welcome in the constituency by party uh, supporters. In fact, they danced to brass band music and there was a walk. So they walked with him for about two miles and this is ahead of his campaign launch tomorrow. And so tomorrow we are going to witness two major activities. One, the MPP primaries to elect a candidate that will face off with Jim Jachikwesen. And Jim Jachikwesen himself, uh, having been declared by the party as their sole candidate to contest uh, that uh, constituency by election, would also be launching his campaign. And there are a lot of the NDC bigwigs that have stormed the constituency already campaigning to win the hearts and minds of the people in the constituency. While the MPP bigwigs, uh, the ministers of state, the members of parliament, other DCs and other adjoining constituencies, they've also gone to uh, the Asin North constituency to lend their support. So this is like a do-or-die affair. Uh, you, you heard Kweku Asante speaking about the fact that should any of them win, the dynamics will bring in parliament mm. indeed uh, thank you very much uh, kojonyaku and kojonyaku will be pitching campaign nasin north uh, bringing you the very latest from there because of the activity we're anticipating uh, from tomorrow getting into the uh, by-election on the 27th and as you've just had him explain tomorrow the mpp uh, will be holding its uh, primary there now one of the individuals expected to contest and widely tipped to win the MPP's uh, primary as they elect their candidate, Charles Opoku, 
And it's the same individual about whom the NDC complained and raised an alarm, alleging that there's a plot to transfer his votes there uh, illegally. Well, uh, we've learned uh, yesterday uh, from the party that indeed it's true. He really hasn't got a vote in that particular constituency. His vote is elsewhere. And of course, the, uh, the law currently will not allow him to transfer uh, his votes there. But the party says they still back him if he wins. They vetted him. They know that he still hasn't got a vote there, but they still believe if he is, if he wins tomorrow's primary, he should run. He won't vote for himself in the by-election. But the party says, well, that's what happened in Kumewu when they won it significant with significant margins with a candidate who also didn't have a vote in that particular election. Listen to the national organizer. They are in cohorts with us to transfer the votes of the, of the man. And we are saying that we've never done so. Look, in Kumau, we presented a candidate who was in a similar situation. Right. And Mr. Nim was not a voter there. But he hails from Bodomasi. He came and then he won and he even increased our vote. So the Kumewu candidate who won the by-elections for you. So this is not the first time, yes. So this just just passed yes. by-election. Exactly. He didn't vote for himself? As, no, that is it. He did not vote. Okay. But he won the elections. He won the elections. I didn't know this. That's an interesting report. Yes, he won the elections. I mean, we, and that is not the only time. We've had this scenario a couple of times. So you lose no, one you vote. Can, you can make... You lose one vote. Oh, we'll, if you lose one vote, you're going to win with 1,500 votes because that is what is going to happen. That's uh, Herin Labwache. There's a national organizer of the MPP. I want to bring in now um, Mustafa Gbande, who's the Deputy General Secretary of the NDC. Also joining me is the head of the Political Science Department uh, at the University of Ghana, Dr. Ali Dusedu. Mr. Gbande, thanks for your time here on Top Story. Are you in Nassim North yet? Um, Evans, I, I'll get to Nassim North tomorrow morning, God willing. I'll come back to account for another time. It appears almost everybody in your party, from parliament and executives, everybody's heading there. Is it because of the official launch of the campaign? Well, even you agree that we are in opposition, and uh, the situation is a member of parliament. You know, he has relationships in parliament, and he has become also the sole candidate of the party. And so... Directly announced, you have friends of the situation from parliament, you have parties, leadership, because it is more or less a national election we are going in, I think, not. But that is what informs the number of people who will be cooking into Athens North. Again, we are also dealing with uh, a government that is, uh, is not working, clearly. You've, you've heard from what the respondents on the various the places have said that government have not, you know, finished projects that it has started since 2020. And suddenly, you've seen how resources have been mobilized into action not by government. And so because of that, <clears throat> and because of the gravity we place on action not, because should we lose the seat, it has the tendency to restructure parliament which will loosen the natural checks and balance that have been placed on this government through a hung parliament. And so, I think North 
is uh, a national interest uh, pool election. And we are determined to defend uh, the holding of the seat. Stay with me. Let me bring in Dr. Aludusedu, who joins us now. Um, Dr. Aludusedu, thanks for your time here on Top Story. I want to raise the issue that uh, the national organizer of the MPP confirmed, that one of the aspiring parliamentary candidates who will be contesting in the uh, internal primaries tomorrow in Asin North hasn't got a vote in Asin North. But he says that's what happened in Kumewu. The individual who eventually stood for them in that by-election won. So this is no problem at all if this gentleman Charles Opoku also wins tomorrow and is widely tipped to win by the way do you share the view of the NDC and NDC have raised this that it raises questions about his legitimacy there and his allegiance okay so I, I think um, at a very critical time in parliament like what we have the most important thing is winning the seat as a party as long as you are not breaching the electoral laws. So, if the laws are not being breached, it is the people in Asinov who determine whether they are being shortchanged by the party by bringing somebody who doesn't vote in that constituency to contest and lead their interests in the house of the legislature. If the MPP as a party don't see anything wrong with it because it doesn't breach any electoral law, and the people in Asin North also think that this is regardless of the fact that he doesn't have a vote in our constituency, he's able to perform better than any other candidate that the NDC MPP can produce. And they decide to vote for him, then that works that works best for them because the idea is winning uh, winning the seat and then increasing their number in the house of the legislature. But some people may also feel worried that it happened in Kumewu, it's happening in Asino. So are we going to continue to pick people who are popular or who can garner the support of the party because it's by election? All the state machinery will be at the Asino. Are we going to keep selecting people like that and not people who have who have votes in the constituency, who have worked to better the lives of the people in the constituency, who have struggled with the people in the constituency to make life better for them? We completely ignore them and transport people to come and win the seat. So that raises legitimate question for the voters at Asin North. But if they think there's nothing wrong with it, just like it happened in Kumewu, and they can entrust their destiny into his hands, then that is all about uh, winning the seat for the party. And that's what the party was. But I, I think moving forward, the, the party, not just the MPP, political parties should be able to groom people who are well-known and well-respected and in, in a specific constituency. And people can relate to them and go to them when there are issues to, to, to stand for those particular seats in those constituencies and win it for them. We begin to introduce this element into it. People can just, especially when it's a by-election, all the support comes to you. But when it's a national election, people may consider other variables, including how long you've been in that constituency, how supportive you have been in that constituency, how active you have been in party business and in party affairs in, in that particular constituency. Because those things create a lot of legitimacy for the candidate. But if it's an outsider and the people can relate very well to him, and simply maybe he's the one who can win the seat for the party, the party brings him there. The people in that particular constituency or people who have suffered and worked in the trenches over the years, 
to both the parties in that constituency will feel betrayed. And move for everybody not think that, oh, I wouldn't put so much effort and invest them into running the affairs of the constituency. Somewhere, somehow, they'll go and bring somebody to come and win the seat for the party. So, in, 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 in rational electoral terms, the NDP needs, sorry, the MPP needs to win the seat at all costs. And what they are doing, it doesn't breach any electoral laws. And that's what's going to help them win the seat. Mm. Then, good to do that. Yeah, I mean, fascinating time ahead indeed in Asin North. Uh, thank you very much, Professor uh, Ali Busedu, who heads the Political Science Department at the University of Ghana. Thank you very much, Musa Fagbandu, who's the Deputy General Secretary of the NDC News Night. In a minute. Ever visit- if you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.